Good morning, my friends, and uh, welcome to Thursday, July the 23rd. I have to wish my daughter Bridget a happy feast day today because uh, it is an optional uh, memorial today for St. Bridget. We're not going to talk much about Bridget, but I just wanted to mention her and uh, wish her a happy feast day. But I hope wherever you are, uh, you are, uh, again, experiencing God's goodness and, and generosity uh, and open to uh, to just his presence in your life and in your day today. So we have uh, reached Thursday of the week, and we will jump back to Matthew's gospel today after um, rerouting yesterday into John for the Feast of Mary Magdalene, which was just so fantastic. Today we uh, will be back uh, in Matthew chapter 13. We missed the start of Matthew yesterday, which was the gospel we heard about two weekends ago which is the sowing, uh, the, the sower who goes out and sows God's seed abundantly uh, onto the path, uh, onto the rocky ground, onto the ground that has the thorns, you know, and onto good ground too. And so today's gospel will follow up. It's also what we heard two weekends ago. Uh, but it just doesn't contain the parable itself. So let's uh, listen to the word of God uh, for those following along. Matthew 13, verses 10 to 17. So Matthew 13, 10 to 17. Let's partake and listen and open ourselves to the word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples approached Jesus and said, Why do you speak to the crowd in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and be converted, and I heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I think the, the thing that jumped off the page when I read this this morning, brothers and sisters, is it almost feels like Jesus is playing coy here, like he's playing hide and seek. And is that what God does with us? Like, I'm going to speak to them in parables, so they may get it, but they may not, you know, because uh, knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you guys around me, you disciples, but to them it is not. I can't give it, you know, uh, totally out there, or or everyone would come to believe, or, or who knows what would happen, you know. And, and it almost seems like that's what he's doing, but that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense as to who God is. Remember, this is following up the parable of the sower and the seed. And if there's anything we learn from that parable, although there's many things we can learn, but if there's anything we learn, 
It's that the sower will sow anywhere abundantly in order to gain growth. He is not playing coy and saying, oh, you guys, I'm just going to put a little bit here, just enough to tantalize you, but it can't grow you. Um, that's not, that's not who Jesus is. That's not who God is. That's not who Jesus in these parables is pointing, uh, again, because all these parables point toward God and they're just a finger pointing, uh, at the moon as father Richard Rohr says, you know, it, it is not the finger itself. It is the finger pointing. It's the moon that we're, we're looking at, not the finger. Um, and they point toward God. That's what these do. And, and if that is true, these parables are true and, uh, and God is the sower that seed is abundant, uh, and, and it is everywhere because it desires growth, and he's not worried about, um, you know, uh, you're in deserving and you're not, or, 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 or whatever that coy posture would be. Um, I do like, though, how he points to Isaiah's uh, prophecy. And it says, uh, you shall hear, indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross, this is a part that it, that it starts hitting me anyway. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their eyes, or ears, excuse me. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and be converted, and I heal them. Isaiah makes it very clear, less so the gospel writer here, but Isaiah makes it very clear that it is not God closing our eyes or our ears. It is not Jesus tantalizing us, but saying, ah, you know, we're just going to speak in riddles over here to these people, but I'm going to speak plainly to you. No, he's putting the onus on us. Gross is the heart of this people. They, you and I, will hardly hear with our ears We have closed our eyes. God has not closed our eyes. We have closed our, it says they, but they have closed their eyes. Lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand. Um, I I liken it to, you know, I love that it gets light out early in the morning. And I love that it's light out late at night. Because I love to sit in my bed lie in bed, not sit, and, and listen uh, with my windows open uh, to, the, to the frogs outside and listen to the, to the birds as they wake up in the morning in their song. But how often I don't do that. How often I, I might wake up, and, and even though the birds are singing, and even though the frogs are croaking and nature is waking up and, and it's just filled with beauty, I'm lost in my own world. And I'm lost in my own struggles, my own fears, my own anxieties, my own to-do list. And my ears are closed. My eyes are closed. My heart has become gross. And nothing can enter, not because God has done that, but because I have closed myself off in my, I'll use the word self-centeredness, uh, but, but I, I don't mean it in, in that I'm more important than anything else, but I'm closed about myself because that's where my attention is. It is not out. It is focused inward. And because of that, I'm unable to hear what is going on outside. I think that's what we're talking about, what, what Jesus is talking about. Now, I think he used parables as a wonderful way not to hide 
the truths of the world from us, uh, but to invite us to ponder them, to chew on them, as it were, uh, that idea that we are to take them with us and say, ah, oh, there's got about three meanings, four meanings to this. So, so which one would that be? Um, and, and it invites us into the process, and it stays with us uh, in that sense. And I think that's that the effectiveness of that tool um, that is being used here. Um, but um, and so I so I, I I I laud the tool. But I think that when we are not open to that tool, whatever the tool is, that's not because of God, but it's because of us. Our hearts have been closed. Our eyes are, are closed. Our ears are closed. Thus, we cannot uh, understand with our hearts and be converted and be healed. You know, there is a practice I'm trying to, to start, and I'm doing it with fits and, and, and pauses and, uh, and sporadically, and so I, I do not say this as expert here. But I recently read a, a book by James Martin, um, the... Uh, a Jesuit Guide to Almost Everything. And I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed James Martin. I think he does a nice job uh, writing. But what he, he comes back to quite often in the book is that the process, and, and it's a, an Ignatian um, tool, but it's called the examine, or you may have heard the examine, um, uh, E-X-A-M-E-N, examine. Kind of like an examination of conscience, but an examine invites us at the end of a day or, or what I do is because at the end of the day, I'm always so tired, and so I, I don't do it. Usually the next day, I look back. But it's examining the day that, that just happened, and it's saying, okay, God, where were you? Uh, and, and bringing to my consciousness, that's where you were. Thank you. Thanking God for God's presence. Um, acknowledging God's presence acknowledging those places because it's a very honest thing as well where I failed not only to recognize it but I failed other people um, uh, asking forgiveness for that asking for the courage wisdom the next day to, to be present uh, to God's you know coming and uh, and other people's needs but it's it's a way to to see God even in hindsight because that's often how we see God uh, and uh, and know our own triggers, so when we go into the next day, we can be more apt to try to keep our eyes open in looking for God, uh, and uh, and looking for those triggers to avoid them. Um, uh, and and so, again, that's a, it's a poor description. Forgive me. I, any Jesuits are probably rolling their eyes, but uh, but check that out. That idea of the examine, because again. It's just a, a way, a, a, a drip by drip, trickle by trickle, um, little step in saying, okay, how can I soften my heart? How can I open my eyes? How can I open my ears to realize that you are here? So I may not miss these times of understanding and conversion, but may indeed recognize you, participate with you, say yes to you, say yes to those others who are in need in my life too, uh, and and participate in my own healing uh, through God's loving goodness in that way. Yeah, that's enough for today, I think. How about we uh, pray out the rest of this podcast? 
If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. Okay, my friends, let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, the fourth luminous mystery uh, is the transfiguration of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, my friends, uh, bless you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And I look forward to us being uh, back together one more time tomorrow on Friday. God's blessings.